Welcome to the Maritime Podcast. I'm Gary Howard, Europe Editor of Sea Trade Maritime News, and your host for this In Conversation episode, where I'm talking to Mark Rosenberg, Regional Commercial Director at DP World, about the progress of digitalization in the maritime industry and the digital products DP World are deploying and developing across their business. We start our conversation with Mark's views on the current state of digitalization within the maritime industry. I think it's, first of all, important to put into a context where our industry is coming from first. Over the years, our industry have lacked visibility and we have somehow been locked into old, outdated processes. The maritime industry is a central part of the global trade, but yet we still see these old habits playing an important role in the supply chain. Global trade is generally reliant on paper-based processes. For example, the bill of lading, that's require a lot of physical processes and is required as physical paper copies by law. So let me try to put this process into context with a real life example. So today it currently takes an average of 228 hours to get the necessary documents and stamps ready for shipping a container with citrus fruits out of South Africa. It basically means for a trader that his goods is ready to depart on a Monday, but documentation wise, the office will only allow him to ship the container out the week after. For him, the trader, it costs money. And basically also for the entire supply chain, it costs money. This is not an efficient process, especially for today's world when end consumers demand speed and quick access to the purchase. So here we're really talking about time is money. So for me, digitization is about how digital technology can be used to create more value. So digitization falls into what I define as two broad categories. One, the connectivity. That means being able to connect and share data from container ships, marine terminals, trucks, and the other containers themselves, what we define as smart containers. The second part here is the IoT, Internet of Things devices. That's the sensors that allow you to collect the data from all the individual bits of equipment, such as vibration, humidity, airflow, energy usage, etc. Digitization also goes hand in hand with data. So these technologies will allow our industry to use data and insight in a way that goes beyond just moving what the maritime industry does on paper. So the maritime industry seems to be at a good place with regards to connectivity and IoT devices. However, the next phase needs to focus on digitally enabled workforce. You can invest a lot of money into the digital universe, but it's so critical and important to ensure that the workforce can handle the needed changes. Investing in upskilling our workforce with digital skills, as an industry, I think we have yet to move onto this phase, which in turn will help to create a connected digital system. Digitization needs to ensure a safe working environment, removing the risk and hazards on ships, imports and on trucks, and allow for data-driven decision-making in terms of energy efficiency, reduced emission. So with this, I basically say, as an industry, we have started the digitization journey. I think it's going very well, but there's still a lot to do to create a full digital ecosystem. You bring up a couple of interesting points there, but as a follow-up, do you think we're moving fast enough and what might be the consequences of us moving too slowly as an industry? I think on the whole, I think the industry is doing things the right way and the entire ecosystem is moving in the right direction. 
So for me, it's going to be a super exciting future. A lot of cool initiatives are done both globally and locally. We need to move at the speed at which our customers want. And that is driven by the end users and consumer markets, which have expectations that need to be met. Digital transformation has to have a purpose. It's not only about us forcing things through to the market. It's about meeting the needs of the customers. Right now, not moving fast enough to meet our customer needs has negative consequences. What I also see is that the digital transformation is no longer a choice. It's an essential driver of revenue, profit, growth, and most importantly, value. The industry also has to invest in digital skills, not just the new technology, as I mentioned before. In the wake of the supply chain disruption due to the coronavirus, I think several experts has expressed the need to obtain more visibility across the chain. So the immediate priority for many businesses today is making their supply chains more resilient without losing competitiveness. So digitization will help in this as it will allow a variety of players to exchange information in real time, including cargo and logistic companies, storage providers, rail and parts operators, trucking companies, and sensor providers for pipelines, cranes, berth, and roads. Our ports and terminals within the DP world are now also evolving as a hub, not only for cargo ships, people, customers, but for information as well. So going back to your question, I think we are making progress. We are not there yet, but there are a number of collaborations and projects being rolled out across the industry that will speed up the digital transformation journey. Absolutely. And I think the point you raise about consumer desires and the consumer wants, it's very easy from our position across the maritime industry. We can always look at these processes and these things that are evolving and think, as a consumer, how am I driving these things along? I agree. I normally uh, go back to uh, look at the uh, revolution coming from Apple, right, which was the breakthrough in the technology. And where we are today, a lot of things has been developed and I will continue being developed. And it's really about, I want to say, the skills of that we as a user can use these skills. And it's a benefit not only for us, but also for our customers. And that moves quite nicely into my next question of these mutual benefits, because alongside digitalization, decarbonization is the other sort of transformation that the world supply chain is going through. It seems that many of the projects to improve environmental performance have a strong digital component. And I wonder if you could talk on how those two topics are interacting and evolving out in the market. I think one could argue that the um, digitization act as a driver for decarbonization. The introduction of the new requirements set by the International Maritime Organization, IMO, to achieve a 40% reduction of CO2 emissions is also a key driver for our industry to set net zero ambitions. So within DP World, we have set a zero carbon target by 2050. So that also means that for some of our customers, the pandemic has made decarbonization a central part of their business model and mission critical. What we have seen is that over the last couple of years, there is a huge focus on it. There is the global shipping lines coming out with their strategy around the net zero ambitions. And we also see customers, the cargo owners, supporting the initiatives coming from the shipping lines. What we also see is the digitization allows for the smart and structured use of data. So, for example, we can drive optimal performance of equipment based on energy consumption, fuel consumption, planning low emission, 
routes within the port and beyond the gate for cargo deployment. Having said that, the digitization is not the only tool in the armory, right? I think at DP World, we have made investments in a range of renewable energies, solar panels, key cranes that plug back energy into the grid. At DP World, and we have wind turbine and biomass plant. We have invested in fleets of hybrid straddle carriers and more to come. At our Lodner Gateway terminal, that was the first port in the world to be given the Planet Mark accreditation, having reduced carbon emission by 16%. Very remarkable. So it's a combination of digitization and having a net zero plan for how to become more sustainable, which helped with decarbonization. Digital technologies can play a very important role, either enabling these emissions reduction efforts or supporting them. I think we are all in the industry going in the right direction, but we need to invest more in the decarbonization. Yeah, the digitalization and decarbonization topics feel like two that started off maybe a decade ago as having a few really strong proponents supporting them and pushing them. And then recently that's come together to the whole industry really pulling in the same direction and singing from the same hymn sheet. We're recording now in early July, a time when industry continues to face the challenges posed by the pandemic. So a much more immediate threat and immediate change that we've had to undergo. How did the pandemic change the usefulness and the importance of digital tools? First of all, it's fair to say that the pandemic is still here and it will mostly stay with us for a longer period than we were expecting. So I think that what I see is that the postmortem, we can wait on that one, but take a look at how is the picture right now. Companies have realized the incredible power of uh, digital technology during the COVID-19 pandemic. Digitization was increasingly being talked about as an important aspect of uh, modernizing the industry and the sectors. The pandemic has proven to uh, be an accelerator. The big change to the market is that everyone now realizes the criticality of digitization. Companies have uh, noticed and realized that the incredible power of technology. So the pandemic really highlighted issues around transparency and visibility. And so for the supply chains, it's really about managing risk. And you can't really manage what you can't see, which means risk levels are increasing. So by adding the transparency, we'll address that issue. The other challenge impacting supply chains was actually the move to e-commerce. And like yourself, uh, we have also uh, moved a lot of our purchasing of uh, goods and food to become an online thing. This has led to supply chains needing to have a greater visibility of cargo deployment and reverse logistics. Within the DP World family, um, we have also jumped on uh, the digital product development. For our DP World's UK and Romanian ports, we have developed an app called Where's My Container, which will help customers and cargo owners to track and trace their container. It helps clients to adapt quickly to disruption or changing customer needs and thereby driving time and cost saving through the supply chain. And again, as shown by the previous issues on the Suez Canal, this technology can actually help to remove the confusion and provide transparency by showing a detailed history of the journey. And thereby, you're also reducing contact at the container terminal with this digitized service. Another app which has been able is one of our group companies called PO Fairmaster. They have developed track and trace tool 
for its customers. The service allows customers to receive real-time updates on the precise location of the goods. What it does, it helps to improve customers' visibility of the supply chain by providing greater trust, accountability, and ultimately uh, reliability. The client can uh, plan onward connections. So basically by the real-time data, he can basically say, okay, it's coming on Monday. Onward journey needs to be planned out from a Monday. And that is basically by knowing with greater certainty and visibility when to expect delivery. And again, the issues such as the recent blocking of the Suez Canal have highlighted the growing importance of real-time data in order to plan these onward journeys and best utilize resources. So with this app, the track and trace tool for P&O Ferrymaster, the aim is to uh, complete the uh, rollout to all our P&O Ferrymasters fleet by the end of 2021. And then as a part of that rollout, the system will also be connected to partner hauliers, thereby providing connectivity beyond our own companies as it's basically for the industry. The industry will see the benefit of it. And as a brand, just looking at the DP World's main website, you can see that it's a brand that's very much aligned itself with exploring and embracing new technologies. We've all heard of companies scrambling to shore up their digital infrastructure to cope with changes like the pandemic. What was DP World's experience of adapting to the sort of lockdown life that we've seen over the past year or so? Very good question. So at DP World, we are trying to foster um, a culture in which digitization and data is seen as an assets. We are trying to create alignment from top to bottom to implement digitization best practices with an attention on quality, transparency, and completeness. We have also led a number of initiatives in the last year and introduced new um, technology solutions, including Oracle Fusion Cloud ERP and remote working. What that has allowed us is that the whole back office now is being run without anybody in the office. Secondly, it has also eliminated the legwork of having to integrate multiple third-party apps. And last but not least, it has, by consolidating the systems onto the Oracle Fusion Cloud ERP, DP World has managed to cut its monthly closure process from 15 days to three days and cut budgeting time in half. And by that also accelerated the invoicing process by 50 to 60%. So very successful implementation of Oracle Fusion. What we have also done over the last one year is that we have for DP World and Work, we have developed a Route 1700 app for truckers. It's an app which digitizes the truck flow at the terminal. That basically means that driver can see on his smartphone what information he needs without having to get out of his truck and go to a checkpoint. Guided by a step-by-step through the flow with the route guidance, the driver will also receive additional messages, for example, about disruption or peak moments at the terminal. So communicating openly about waiting times and circumstances will lead to less bottlenecks and greater efficiency along the supply chain for both the drivers and the terminal operators will benefit the customers. Last but not least, due to the pandemic, of course, having an app, it gives a reduction in human interaction. So that has also played an important role. There is a scope to bring new features onto uh, the app, such as completing the safety induction in advance via the app. So it's about 
continuously develop uh, the tools you have and continuously look at what is the need for the supply chains. And coming back to my message earlier on, this about always have the customer in mind when you're developing your products. The efficiency improvements you mentioned from the um, Oracle Fusion Cloud ERP were probably very deliberate. And those are the sort of efficiencies that we look for in, in digital tools. But there's quite a lot of other benefits that we get from these kind of developments, like you say, the reduction in, in human interaction from Route 1700. But also we were talking just before we started recording about how remote working makes it a lot easier to do certain tasks at work, including recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I, I think that the, the, the last one and a half years, I learned a lot of new things, new way of working. I don't think we shouldn't forget that the human interaction is also very important for our business. While we develop a lot of tools online, there is still a need for the human interaction, right? Uh, we can't cut that out. It's a part of our DNA as well. Yeah, I think a lot of people who are fortunate enough to work from home during the pandemic have come to realize that there is a balance to be struck in the, in the future <laughs> exactly. between those things. <laughs> And as an extension of that question around coping with the pandemic, we've moved into a pretty volatile time for the supply chain. Events like the blocking of the Suez Canal and the effective closing of Yanshan recently. Is there a digital answer to the challenges of supply chain disruption, do you think? First of all, how I look at it is, yes, there are incidents. And I think the Yanshan port closure is caused by the pandemic. The Suez Canal incident was caused by another incident. Um, so I normally say don't put everything into one basket and it's causing by X, Y, Z. I don't think anyone can say there is a digital magic bullet answer to these disruption. They will come and go as we saw in the past and we'll also see in the future. The key for me is the continuity in the supply chain management by really looking at what is your backup plan. For me, the answer would be in one, creating and simulation models. So simulation models to experiment basically with scenarios showing how disruption could potentially impact our business and thereby have the chance to create ways to deal with the disruption before they occur. The second part is the real-time tracking. So tracking bottlenecks and use this information to address day-to-day -day disruptions such as road closure, delayed orders, and canceled shipments. I think we have all used the Google Maps trying to take us from A to B. And we have seen that how if a port closure or an accident comes up, it will route us differently so you don't lose time. For me, that's the benefit of technology. The third one is uh, using AI to learn the demand for products and services thereby making it easier to manage the supply chain as a whole. And last I want to highlight is the blockchain and other visibility technology. Blockchain technology and other similar technologies create transactional records by increasing accountability over larger supply chain networks. The blockchain could make it easier for organizations to track the location and cause of an unexpected events and it thereby identify issues of fulfillment. So it really comes back to when these things happen, it's always about having a backup plan. And from my experience, from my um, career in this industry, we have also in, in my previous role, there was always about what is the backup plan if something go wrong. And it's also the speed, how fast can you then execute the backup plan? Yeah, mentioning blockchain there, I know it was treated as a bit of a buzzword for some time, but 
it's got some real potential going back to what you said right near the start things like reducing paperwork by the way we can introduce trust into transactions using blockchain could have a real part to play in that and i know there are multiple projects underway to try and cut the time that we spend on paperwork so we can spend more time actually moving things around the world yeah definitely definitely so for me blockchain technology is the way forward it is a platform which enable us to share real-time information and it's 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 so critical right so within our industry within the ports and terminals i think if we can get to a information where we can actually when a container or shipment is loaded out of asia that we actually get that information straight away so we can start the planning in advance right so if i'm looking at it then the blockchain technology uh, dp world has definitely on a and a and journey here right we have an active and open partnership with many around developing uh, our digital platforms Having said that, at DP World, we also see it as a part of our legacy to infuse innovation throughout the DP World's uh, operation. So we are taking an active lead. But as I said, we can't do it alone. We need the entire industry to change. Blockchain is, for me, the ideal uh, technology to ensure that data on performance and risk on supply chain and various tiered suppliers can be captured and managed in real time. The industry is moving towards this approach at a faster rate now than it would have done previously before the pandemic. So I will highlight also the DP World's collaboration with TradeLens is a case in point that shows the benefits of the collaboration between multiple partners. So TradeLens objectives are by basically connecting the ecosystem, by bringing together all parties in the supply chain including traders, freight forwarders, inland transport, ports and terminals, ocean carriers, customs, and all government entities onto this single secure data sharing platform and thereby creating value for the entire ecosystem. The second one they also benefits are is that fostering collaboration and trust by enabling the digitization and automation of costs organizational business process into one global trade platform. Last, it's also driving true information sharing by sharing the real-time and actionable supply chain information across all parties. And that's coming back to the example I gave you this around when a container has been shipped out of Asia into and it's on its way to Europe. The earlier we can get the information, the more planning we can do in advance. So today's port community uh, participant demand um, tighter collaboration, faster responsiveness, and immediate access to mission-critical insight in the face of all events, expected and the unexpected, as we saw with the Suez. The benefit of having one platform will ensure that we have the governance and security and receive accurate information in advance. It will also allow us to uh, optimize our yard planning by gaining insight of booking place, as I mentioned before, in Far East, what is coming into the Europe, into our terminals, and thereby drive efficient transition of ocean shipments to the land side moves. What we have noticed in the past is that a shipment is maybe a two days delayed coming into Europe, but that basically also means that information that we might receive needs to also be passed on to the inland transportation. So there is a seamless uh, movement of the goods through the supply chain. 
What it will also do by the collaboration with Tradeland is it will help us to reduce our cost for the rehandling and make better decisions faster. It will also expand the capabilities of our DP World's digital platforms, which has been created to move online the management of logistics. So here we are talking about the DF Alliance, sea rates, land rates, and air rates, which will enable shippers to move cargo to and from anywhere at the click of a mouse across DP World's network and beyond. So our decision to team up with Tradelin is driven by our vision for intelligent logistics, reducing cost and creating value. So DP World is working to deliver an integrated supply chain solution to cargo owners backed by our global network of ports, terminals, economic zones and inland operation. Thereby, by working with trade lanes, we will accelerate the digitization of global trade. And I think that speaks really to a very common theme that you see across these these digital endeavors is that collaboration and partnerships really are the other way forwards as each part of the supply chain. There's an ideological discussion to have about the value of data and who owns it and what it's worth and all the rest of it. But I think at the core, a lot of people across the supply chain have data that is valuable to other companies in making their operations much more efficient and effective. But that's a two-way street. But, but I think, Gary, the, 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 the important here is kind of way as, as, as it is with the language, right? You need to find a one unified way of communicating, right? Data comes in different languages as well, right? By having this one platform, that basically means that you have one way of communicating in one language, data language, right? And I think that's so critical in order to ensure that we have the same way of sharing information between us, right? And that's blockchain technology is a must for the industry to move and create that uh, more transparency around uh, real-time events. So we need to speed up that transition. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, the listener, for tuning in. And thank you to DP World, our affiliate sponsor of the Maritime Online Series. If you've enjoyed this podcast, digitalization is just one of the five themes we're exploring during the Maritime Online Series, with all content available free of charge on MaritimeOnlineSeries.com. If digitalization is of interest, join us live for our webinars on harnessing AI for shipping and making data work for shipping on the 7th and 8th of July 2021, or catch it free on demand thereafter, along with all the content from our other weeks focusing on crewing, regulation, environment and decarbonisation, and finance and insurance.